Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Brothers and sisters, welcome to our time of prayer and scripture together. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here of Priests for Life. Glad you're with us. Feel free to leave your prayer requests in the comments. And let's get right into the presence of God and the Word of God. I'm going to share two readings with you today uh, for this um, uh, Monday of the second week of Advent because they relate to one another. The uh, one is the fulfillment of the other. We'll delve into that now. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord of life, come to us. Dispel the darkness of the shadow of death. Dispel our sins from within our, our hearts, our souls, our bodies, our society. Dispel the evil of abortion in our midst. Dispel our cowardice. Dispel any lack of unity in the truth. Help us, Lord God, to hear and live your word and to proclaim it to the world. We pray through the Christ who comes. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The desert and the parched land will exult. The steppe will rejoice and bloom. They will bloom with abundant flowers and rejoice with joyful song. The glory of Lebanon will be given to them, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the hands that are feeble. Make firm the knees that are weak. Say to those who are, whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication. With divine recompense He comes to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared. Then will the lame leap like a stag. Then the tongue of the mute will sing. Streams will burst forth in the desert and rivers in the steppe. The burning sands will become pools and the thirsty ground springs of water. The abode where jackals lurk will be a marsh for the reed and papyrus. A highway will be there called the Holy Way. No one unclean may pass over it, nor fools go astray on it. No lion will be there, nor beast of prey go up to be met upon it. It is for those with a journey to make, and on it the redeemed will walk. Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return and enter Zion singing, crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness. Sorrow and mourning will flee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's read how this prophecy was fulfilled, one of the many ways in which Christ fulfilled it in this passage from the Gospel of Luke. One day as Jesus was teaching Pharisees and teachers of the law who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles in the middle 
in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, He said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, Rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God. And struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. He comes as the fulfillment of the prophecies. Christ Jesus comes as the one of whom Isaiah spoke, the one of whom all the prophets spoke, the one of whom Moses spoke. Isaiah said here, the lame will leap like a stag. Jesus cured the paralytic. He got up, picked up his mat, walked home glorifying God. I wonder if the words of the prophet Isaiah were going through his mind as he went home. I wonder if that astonished crowd sitting in that house now with part of the roof removed went back to Isaiah and looked and, re and recited and looked at those verses again. Then will the lame leap like a stag. When? When will that happen? When your God comes with vindication and divine recompense to save you. This is your God. Your God has come to save you. And He's come to save you not because simply that the eyes of the blind will be opened. We see that fulfilled as well. John chapter 9, for example, the healing of the man born blind. Or the tongue of the mute singing. He cured the mute of their speech impediments. Not only with that, but with the truth. He will reveal the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Jesus was teaching. It was in that teaching that the prophecy was fulfilled just as much as it was in the healing of his paralysis and he was able to get up, carry the mat, and go home. And it was also fulfilled in the forgiving of sins. The prophet is talking on all those levels. He's saying your God is coming with divine recompense. Mourning and sorrow will flee. Well, mourning and sorrow come from our sins. We mourn our sins. When Jesus is blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. We're not just talking about mourning because maybe a friend or a loved one dies or some other calamity happens to us or we lose our possessions. He's talking about mourning over our sins. And this man who's brought before Jesus receives the forgiveness of his sins. He receives the divine recompense, the vindication that God comes to bring as Isaiah prophesied. So it's the forgiving of our sins. It's the healing of our ignorance. Because the one who comes reveals the Father. That's why Jesus is sitting there teaching them. 
And it's the restoration even of our bodies and of nature. The Advent prophecies, you read them carefully. It's like, wow, everything is right. Nature is blossoming. It's fruitful. It's harmonious. No lion shall be there, the prophecy said, to prey upon those who walk along the way. It's a way of life. A highway will be there called the holy way. No one unclean, no fools will go astray on it. Remember, Scripture says that the fool resists instruction. Jesus here is teaching so that people can walk in this way that was prophesied by Isaiah. You know what Christianity was called in its early uh, years? The way. Because Jesus said, I am the way. So if you're a Christian, you belong to the way. Capital W. It will be for those with a journey to make, and the redeemed will walk in it, Isaiah says. So Jesus is sitting there teaching how we should walk, how we must live. You see how this elevates his miracles? Beyond the level of simply a horizontal, social justice, do-good-to-others philosophy? We have to pursue social justice. We need to do good to others. The ministry of Jesus' healing continues in the great works of God's people, hospitals and tending to the sick in so many different ways. That's why the the church was behind the beginning of, of hospitals. But brothers and sisters, Jesus did these miracles, these miraculous healings, to to fulfill the prophecies. That's why he didn't just go around healing absolutely everybody. There were were times when uh, whole big crowds did come and he healed them all. But he didn't heal everybody living in the world at that time. Why not? That comes later. That comes in in the end times, the resurrection of the dead. But what Jesus was doing was teaching them by his miracles that he was the fulfillment of these prophecies that they knew well. He is the one who will open the eyes of the blind, make the lame leap like a stag, make the tongue of the dumb sing. And when they see that, they were therefore to know that all his teachings are true, that the way he points out is where we must walk, and that he is the one who brings us the forgiveness of our sins and the reconciliation with God our Father. That was to motivate them. Those healings were not just, hey, I don't need my mat anymore. I can walk. Isn't this great? No, those healings were meant to say to people, follow him. Follow him in every decision of your life. Put him at the center of your hearts. Bring every thought into captivity to him. Absorb his doctrine. He's the one. That's what these these healings are meant to accomplish. And when we do that, when we accept Christ in faith and walk in that way, then we have the full healing and the eternal healing. That's how our world gets rid of the evils of sin, evils like abortion. He shows us the way, the road. It's a way of life. It's a a road on which life flourishes. He's saying that in this prophecy, right? No lion is going to be on the road. No violent death is going to occur. Abortion is in that category. No lion of abortion will afflict the human family. That's why we, in Christ Jesus, do what we do for pro-life and for all the other ways in which we serve people. Let's pray. Jesus, you are the fulfillment of these prophecies. Help us to see in everything that you say and do the fulfillment of 
Father's love for us, promising a Savior, sending a Savior, rescuing us from violence and from the power of death. Continue to rescue us. Continue to teach us. Continue to forgive our sins. Continue to heal us and to heal our nation. Heal our laws. Heal our courts. Heal our governors and presidents and everyone who is in positions of setting public policy. Heal us, Lord God. Keep us on the holy way. Answer all our prayers. Fulfill all our needs. And hear us now as we pray as you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Thanks, friends, for joining me for these uh, Scripture Reflections. Come back again tomorrow, bring some others with you, and have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priest for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priest for Life generously? Go today to prolifegift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.